Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. I'm your facilitator, Vincent T. Edwards, better known as Mr. Speaker. And I look forward to today's session with the bishop. He's going to be talking about get over it. And he'll be coming from Corinthians chapter three, verses one through twenty three. Hello, Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. How you doing today? How are you, Mr. Speaker? How are you doing today? I am doing just wonderful looking to today's session because I'm just wondering how is he going to talk about this today coming from that passage of scripture I'm waiting to be illuminated (laughs) and enlightened by way of the Holy Spirit on today Bishop it is in your hands to start us off with a prayer well I am excited about today and thank everybody for listening let us go to the Lord in prayer Heavenly Father we thank you for this day and we thank you for the opportunity that you have presented to us to minister your word via this podcast on today. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. 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 Get over it. Talk to us about that from this passage of scripture in the book of Corinthians. Well, I'm excited to do that. Get over it. I want everybody to just get over it. Let's look at uh, this particular background before I go into the verses of Scripture. And I know that you mentioned to everyone that we're coming from the book of 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verses 1 through 23. And I entitled this podcast on today, Get Over It. There are some things that we just need to get over. Some things we need to go above and beyond so that we can go where God wants us to go. Now, as a preface to this particular podcast, please understand that Paul was dealing with a group of individuals that had some issues. They had some problems. And if you, uh, I, I just want to remind everybody that as Paul was an evangelist and he was uh, one of the best uh, evangelists as far as preaching out churches or establishing churches throughout uh, the biblical days, uh, Paul went to the people at Corinth and they had some issues, all kinds of things that they were dealing with. They had a lot of strife. They had a lot of jealousy. And to to really make this even more difficult, what Paul would do is he would go and he would establish a church and then later on he would send someone else there. And in many cases, he would write letters to the individuals who were carrying on for him in his absence. So that's the situation you're dealing with. And with Corinth being the way that it was, they had all kinds of issues. Um, And just as an introduction, you've got to understand that we just need to grow up. Christians, saints, we need to grow up. We need to get over petty differences. Uh, We need to recognize that Jesus Christ is our foundation. And whatever petty differences that we might have had at one time, we need to deal with them in a timely manner and get over them. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and I want to read verses 1 through 4, and this might help to get things started in so that you can understand what the Corinthian church was dealing with and what Paul had to uh, deal with as he developed a relationship with him. Again, uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, the third chapter, and let's begin with verse 1 through 4. And Paul says this, And I, brother, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For here, hitherto, ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. For ye are yet 
carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not? Carnal. Paul starts out in this particular passage of scripture telling them that even though you have come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and even though you are now on the path uh, in a right direction, you are still babes in Christ. And Paul is saying here that what I started off doing is I started feeding you with milk because you were not able to handle the meat of the situation just this moment. And you all know that when a baby comes, uh, when a baby is born, uh, that baby has to be on milk for a certain period of time. And at some point he is able to eat meat and eat heavier foods. But as he begins, he has to drink the milk, which is so vitally uh, important and critical to his development. And that's what Paul was saying to them, that you have to be very careful and deal with the milk of things before you get into the meat. But what Paul was letting them know, you all are stuck in a very bad state because he's saying that you, he's saying here that you are stuck in immaturity. You are still immature and believers should grow in Christ rather than get bogged down in jealousy and fighting. Notice what Paul is saying here, that you are still carnal. You're not yet spiritual. You are still carnal because you still have envying among yourself. You still have strife and division. And and you're not, uh, these things are not spiritual, but these things are carnal. And for you to go to another level in Christ, uh, for you to go to another area, another dimension in your spirit, you have to mature. And that's what I'm saying to many of our saints on today. We have to mature. We cannot, if you're spiritual, we have to be able to forgive. If you're spiritual, uh, we must be able to go to another level. We cannot always get down in the dumps when something comes our way. We have to be spiritual, understand that God really has a plan. So so my first point to you, Mr. Speaker, and to the listeners on today is that Paul was letting them know, get out of that immature state. Get out of being stuck and in maturity. Growing Christ. Don't get bogged down in the jealousy. Don't get bogged down in fighting because that should not even be named among us. That's often just like we normally tell our children. It's time for you to grow up. You can't no, you can no longer do those things. You know, it's like there comes a point in time when you have to move to another level. Sometimes people are just happy that they're in the church or are saved. And how do you just get them to say, I want to grow up? I mean, you have, you know, Back in the day, you know, they had was that Peter Pan, Never Neverland. They never wanted to grow up. Why do you have some Christians that just never want to grow up? Well, I think people are comfortable where they are. Whenever we get into a comfort zone, we don't want to move. And as you know, Mr. Speaker, we are always hesitant of changing things. And usually we want to stay where we are because we are comfortable with where we are. But Paul was challenging them. Let's move to another dimension. Let's move to another area. Let's grow as Christians. Let's become adults. And he was challenging them to quit the envying, quit the strife, stop fighting among each other, because this is only what children do. So stop fighting among yourselves and let's grow up. Let's get over some of the things that have held us in our past. Get over it. 
So so grow up. Get out of the immature state. Grow up. Stay. You're stuck in immaturity. Get out of it. Now, if you look further in verses 5 through 11 of First uh, uh, Corinthians, the third chapter, you'll find that Paul goes to another point, which is so vital here. And that is he began to explain that fighting and dividing was just really uncalled for. Let's look at those verses of Scripture. Again, 1 Corinthians 3, verses 5 through 11. And, and there are a couple of Scriptures that I want to put emphasis upon. In verse 5, it says, Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believe, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Uh, he goes on to say, for we are laborers together. Let's look at verse 9. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. Now, what was Paul saying here? Well, sometimes people are so, they fight so much and they divide so much where they begin to give and they were beginning to give credit to each one for what had been done. For instance, Paul said, okay, uh, there's some of you, I preached some of you and some of you came into Christianity because of my preaching. Some of you came into Christianity because of the preaching of Apollos, but it all worked out together. In other words, what Paul is saying, you don't have to fight and you don't have to divide. That is so so immature for you to divide each other based upon uh, who actually got you into salvation. Paul is saying, whether it was Apollos, whether it was Paul, God gets the increase. It is God. It's the credit to God uh, that we are where we are. And so Jesus Christ is the foundation for the new life. Don't worry about who got you to this point, who preached the message, who blessed you so that you could hear the word to get you into the church. It doesn't matter. The only name that matters, again, the only name that matters is Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus is the one that we should be unified under. Uh, so Paul was letting them know, don't get stuck in immaturity, but move forward. And then don't keep fighting and dividing yourself. Because it's not about Apollos. It's not about Paul. It's not about Rudolph. It's not about Edwards or anybody else that would minister or preach and uh, people would get saved. But it's about Jesus Christ. And that's the number one thing. So quit fighting. Get over these uh, things that are out on the surface. Get over the shadow shallow things and let's go into the deep. That's what Paul was suggesting uh, that we do in this particular passage of scripture. That is so very vital that individuals within the church grow up. One, it helps make the life of a pastor a lot easier. And also it keeps the church from being caught in div division and splitting up and people getting upset and people not uh, coming together, people not working. It it, uh, you know, if they don't grow up, it hinders, it won't stop, but it begins to hinder the move of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, we don't want that on our hands that we hindered someone from receiving the word because it was not in the form uh, that we thought it should have come in. That's the reason why people had a problem with Jesus because he was, he did not come in in a white, on a white horse. He did not come from a, a blessed family. He did not come from a rich background. He came from the other side of the tracks. And even his birth 
was under questionable circumstances uh, because when the Virgin Mary said uh, that uh, that the, the Holy Spirit uh, impregnated me, um, you know, people were saying to her, come on, Mary, uh, we've never heard of immaculate, immaculate conception. But the point I'm trying to make is that sometimes we have to get out of the shallow in order to go into the deep. And that's what Paul was saying here. Let's not get caught up in all of these other issues, because that's not what's most important. What's most important is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And it does not matter who preached a certain thing and who taught a certain way for you to come in to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. We all have sinned. We all have come short of the glory of God. And because of the gospel that we heard, the the invitation was extended and we accepted the invitation uh, to be saved. And that's very, very important and most important. So don't get caught up in all the fringes. Uh, Let's go into the deep. We definitely need to go into the deep because those factions really destroy the church. Because in some places you have people, you know, they get into that Apollos and Paul deal. And it's like, well, so-and-so preaching today, I'm not even going. And that's not right. That's not biblically correct because the Lord can speak through anyone and use anyone. Do you think fear has anything to do with the lack of maturity, the lack of growth, or is it that people don't want to put in the time, the effort and the work to study, Bishop? What has been your experience? My experience has taught me that it has been fear. And it also has been the fact that, as I mentioned before, we are too comfortable. Whenever you get too comfortable, in something and you don't want to change, it creates a problem because you become stagnant in your walk with Jesus Christ. Uh, Whenever you're not um, able to produce faith, whenever you're not able to have faith uh, to believe that God will do certain things, you have become stagnant. And at that point, you need to do something. Uh, Let me give you an example of that. Uh, Currently, um, at at the Calvary Church of God in Christ, we are currently renovating the facilities. And there are some areas within the church and certain uh, things as we go and we're throwing things away and we're getting rid of certain things, there are certain areas within the church uh, that people have gotten so comfortable with those particular areas. And I've heard even people say as we were throwing things away or getting rid of certain items, uh, you know, some people were grimacing because that has never been moved. Uh, that has never, well, we've, we've always had that there and, and that has never been moved. But the interesting thing is once we move it, once we get it out of the way, it looks different than what it was before. What am I saying? I, I am saying that once you get out all of the excess, once you get out all of the jealousy, once you get out all of the strife, once you get out all of the division, you'll see things differently in a much better and in a more excellent way than what you've seen before. And in order for you to go to another level in Jesus Christ, you must get out of the immature state and grow into another area that Jesus uh, would want you to have. Uh, Let's move on forward just a little bit, uh, Mr. Speaker. Uh, Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, and then I want to look at verses 12 through 23, certain verses in 12 through 23. And I want to talk about uh, as a third point uh, that we can get over it because we have a new standard of judgment, and that's God's standard of judgment. Let's look at that for just a second. I want to read just a few selective uh, verses of Scripture, and uh, you'll find uh, the 12th verse. Uh, what I like about this is in verse 13. Let's let's go with that. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall 
shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. All right. And verse 14 tells us, if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. That's very interesting. Let's skip down to verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple are ye? Now, what is Paul saying here? Well, Paul is saying that we've got a different standard. Now that you've come in on the Lord's side, and now that you've put away the immaturity, and now that you have put away all of the divisiveness and the fighting, you've got a different standard of judgment. You have a different level that you're dealing with. And God is looking at the fact that if he dwells in you, then that means you are the temple of Jesus Christ and you cannot defile your body. Uh, you you are different now. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, uh, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become brand new. So we are brand new now. And some of those things we have to throw away. Everything that's not like God, everything that's not uh where where God should dwell. We need to throw those things away. We're at another level. We are in another dimension. So let's move uh, into that. And so Paul is saying here, now that we have a new judgment, God judges us based on our faith in Jesus Christ. And we are of Christ and Christ is of God so that all things are now made new. So let's get over the past. There were people in this Corinthian church who had some issues in the past. They had some issues. And because of that, they could not move forward. But what Paul is saying is get over everything that, that did you wrong in the past and let's move to another dimension. So let's get over it. Uh, if you've gone through uh, a bad relationship, get over it. And I know it's difficult to do. But get over it. If you have gone through a jealous period in your life and if there have been people who have fought against you, forgive them and move on. If you want God to forgive you, uh, then you have to forgive them and go forward. So don't don't uh, get upset over uh, the shallow things, uh, but let's start moving toward uh, Jesus Christ and the meat of what the Lord wants us to do. Getting over it is truly it's a challenge and it's a choice as well when it comes to saying, okay, I want to grow up. And when I look at it in the natural, when I want to grow up, it's like, who do I associate myself with? I need to move from this crowd and begin associating with people of a like mind, those that want to grow it off often reminds me of, of the, the big brother, little brother scenario. The little brother always wants to be like the big brother, reach that state of maturity. So he tries to hang out with them. But yet at the same time, he he deals with his peers because they're in his age group. But in order to grow up, to move forward, you have to look ahead and say, OK, these are some of the things that I need to do. These are some of the qualities that I need to have. Who is out there that can help me? Who is there? Who is out there that can mentor me and help me to move beyond this state and get to the next level in Christ? And I think it's really about relationship and then having a true relationship with God and asking him, who should I be around? Who can help me to grow? What would you say about that, Bishop? Oh, I agree totally. Um, and, and when you are faced with that issue, you have to change your surroundings. One of the things that I have found is that... In order for me to get to a certain level, I have to grow with people who are already at that level. If, if you want to be a lawyer, then you want to associate with lawyers. If you want to be a doctor, then you want to be around doctors. If you want to be highly spiritual and involved 
in the things of God, then you need to be around people who are of like minds. That's the only way that you're you're going to get to the level that God wants you to be. And when you do that, it helps you to grow. But if I'm at a level higher than someone else spiritually and even in maturity, and there is someone who is around me that's not at that level, only one of two things will happen. Either I can bring them up to where I am, but in most cases, sometimes they bring us down to a certain level. So you always need to associate with people who can help you get over it. If you're around negative people, you don't want to be negative. So get over that. Get away from uh, those type of people because you'll always be down in the dumps. You'll always be negative about any circumstance that comes your way. That's very important. So so always understand that you must get over uh, the problems that you face. You must get over the situations that came your way. You must get over the bad relationships that you might have had. You, you might have had. You must get over uh, the things that, that have created problems for you and say, God, that is my past. Uh, old things are passed away. I'm going to a newer level. I'm going to a newer dimension. Yes, indeed. It comes down to how much of God do you really want as an individual? How much of God do you want for yourself? Reminds me of a friend of mine I was interviewing uh, years ago, and he said, don't waste major time with minor people. And he was saying, wow. if you really want to grow, wow. you've got to get you got to get to another level. And then from there, I went on to, to develop something called eliminate the nouns, the people, places, yeah. and things that hinder you from moving to that next level. Bishop, this is powerful because, you know, we often say you got to get over it, but you, you just have to, if you want to grow, if you want to be, if you want to be successful, if you want to be all that God has for you to be, you have to get over it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You, you have to, you can't just stay in the past. You, you have to get over it. And I like what you said about the major and the minor. Uh, don't spend major time. What is it? Don't spend major time with, with minor people. Minor, with minor people. I like that. Don't spend major time with minor people. You are so right about that. And and, and here's here's the here's the uh, uh, another analogy that I can use using that same those same terms. Uh, there are people that go to college. You know, you have four years. College is designed so that you can complete it in four years. Uh, but because of the uh, detours that many people take, uh, sometimes they get caught up and they never graduate or uh, they graduate in five years or six years because of going in other directions. Well, what I found out is that if you major in your minor and if you minor in your major, you'll never be able to go forward. You'll never be able to graduate because you are majoring in the minor things in college. Well, that's the way it is in life. If you major in the minor things in life, you'll never go forward. And I like that. Never spend major time with minor people. You are so, so right. It helps us to get over things when we move from the minor people in our lives. This is an excellent teaching on today, helping us to get over it, letting us know that we have to get out of an immature state. It's all about Jesus and we can get over it because we have a new standard of judgment close us out today bishop this is just this is just wonderful well what paul found uh, with the people at corinth he found that it's easy for people to fight and argue over minor and even major differences depending upon how you see it 
But it's important, regardless of what you think on an issue, whether it's religious or political, regardless of what you think, it is important to remember always that we are one in Christ Jesus. And God is interested in what is being built upon the foundation of Christ. That assures us that it will last. Only what you do for Christ will last. So whatever has been a thorn in your flesh, whatever has been in your way, I declare and I decree right now as I'm speaking on this podcast, I am getting over it. And you have to declare that over your life. I'm getting over this right now. I am not going to allow this to bother me anymore. It's not going to hinder me anymore. I'm moving forward. I am no longer going to deal with the minor issues in life, and I'm not going to major in my minor and minor in my major, but I am going to build a solid foundation in Jesus Christ because I know that itself will last. And that's uh, important and critical for me uh, to understand on this day. Well, thank you so very much today, Bishop, for helping us understand that in order to grow, in order to move to that next level, we have to get over it. Coming from Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 23. want to thank everyone for taking the opportunity to listen to today's broadcast of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.